What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. We are back together after four days off. Tony, how should we celebrate? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'll tell you what, let's take tomorrow off. Yeah, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to tomorrow off. Tuesday. What do we do on Tuesday? Yeah, well, it's going to be, we're going to get bumped for a trade deadline show. And that's, you know what, that's that's correct program. That's fine. That's correct program. Yeah. Absolutely. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. We will get to the passing of Bill Russell in a moment. But we begin today with the ruling by an independent judge, Sue Robinson, that Deshaun Watson violated the NFL's personal conduct policy, and he will be suspended for six games. Wilbon, six games? Yeah, Tone. I mean, it seems with every hour, I'm more surprised about it and more against it than I was like earlier today when you and I picked up the phone and said, six games? And I I know we, we used words like shockingly surprised, and it's gone beyond that. It really has. Tony, because we now know some of what um, Sue Robinson wrote. And part of it, Tony, there's a phrase that she uses particularly when she talks about Watson using his platform as an NFL player and it relates to his premeditated predatory behavior. Premeditated predatory behavior. Now, once that phrase is out there, to me, we've rocketed past six games. We are up, I don't know, if you said 12 or 14, if you said the whole year and you expected the Players Association and Watson to appeal, try to get it back to 10 or 12, then I think we're in some sort of ballpark. But, Tony, it just seems weak. It seems inadequate six games. And I I know from our conversation earlier that we agree. Six games surprised me very much. I would say it shocked me. I, I thought he'd get more. I honestly thought he would get the full season, and deservedly so. I'm going to consult my notes because there's no point in writing them if I don't read them. There are 24 lawsuits. There were 24 lawsuits out there by massage therapists, each one claiming terrible behavior by Deshaun Watson. Terrible behavior. Time after time after time after time, the same report on terrible behavior, right? It seems clear to me, and I've said this before on this show, that Deshaun Watson thinks of massage therapists as prostitutes. And so that when he talks about, as he has talked about, being respectful to all women, it has a very hollow ring. And he settled 23 of the 24. And to me, one of the components of settlement is often, I don't want to go to court because I don't think I can win. Let me bring the NFL into this. Because in, in real law, Mike, in real law, he is an innocent man. Twice, grand juries refuse to indict him. So he doesn't, he doesn't have to take the stand on any of these things. But the NFL is apart from real law. They have their own set of rules. They can appeal this decision. It would be heard, I believe, if he chooses to, by Roger Goodell. And I would think that he would side, Mike, with the league if they wanted to send a different message. Tone, I agree with you. And so we got to spin this forward, right? And so my thinking in the last couple of hours has been the league will appeal. Because the league wanted a year, and all the evidence and all the reporting was that the league wanted a year. So they can do this now. They can appeal, and Roger Goodell can say, you know what, it's a year. But, Tony, here's the problem with that. One, they would undermine her. 
this woman, f- former federal judge, that, they would undermine her first right. case. And Tony, the other thing is, that's, the reason she right. was hired is because the NFL could never get it right. Going back to Ray Rice, they it failed. Their system failed, so they put her in place, and now they're going to overrule her? No, so let's go back to that for a second, because this becomes the political intrigue. There are some people who will say that if the NFL wants its best players on the field, and Watson is one of its best players, the NFL could get some cover by the fact that this was a woman judge. And if a woman evaluated all of this and only gave Deshaun Watson six games, the NFL might be able to say, well, let's stay with that. But I believe there'll be people in the NFL office who will say the following sentence. We have women fans. We've got to ask for more here. This sends a bad message to our women fans and they could ask for eight or 10 or 12, but if they, if they got eight, it's sort of the best of the both, both worlds for the NFL. They get a great player who people want to see, and they're also able to say, look, yeah. politically, we tried. And, who, and who, who's the happiest? The owners of the Cleveland Browns, because they were bracing, they were bracing for 16, By the way, Tom, as put we a, were. Put a punctuation on this. Michelle Steele is reporting from Cleveland today that there was unbridled enthusiasm for Watson at practice. As people screamed uh, I mean, out, we got your back, yeah. we're going to the Super Bowl in Cleveland. But, but where you're right, Mike, where you're right is, if you just have this, if this is the first test case for this independent judge, yes. you don't want to Bigfoot that judge. No. It, you don't want to do that, because everybody will say, save all NFL. So there's politics involved. There is. We moved from a disgraced athlete to an honored one. Bill Russell, the greatest winner in American professional sports, passed away yesterday at age 88. Wilbon, we are old enough to have watched Russell play. What are your reflections on what he meant to his sport and beyond? Well, Tony, it's interesting. I I first thought of the the beyond because I I traveled yesterday morning, as you know. I came back to D.C. and I took a nap and I woke. I I was awakened by my 14-year-old son who said, Dad, you got to wake up. Bill Russell died. And he knows in my house what I think of Bill Russell in his house, too. And just like in my house, basketball started in, when I was a kid with watching Bill Russell. And so that's been conveyed. And, and, and I'm trying to explain to a 14-year-old, and say, we're not going to start with numbers. Well, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about or try to talk about the importance of the man, the impact he had on his sport, and Tony, as you said, beyond. And I kind of started with the beyond, and I talked about what, Bill Russell had to endure when he went on the road once and he came back and his home had been vandalized, right? And feces spread in, in parts of his home in his bedroom. Yeah. And I yeah. talked about that and about the courage of convictions and what that meant for Bill Russell and how none of today's athletes in any sport have to face what Bill Russell had to face and how he got behind the fight against segregated schools in Boston, and some of the things that Bill Russell stood for. And I tried to come back to basketball, and I don't know what part of this sunk in. But, Tony, I needed to go over it myself. Because I was a kid. I was a little kid. I was fourth and fifth and sixth grade when Bill Russell was at the apex of his career. And it's just astonishing. I'll stay with basketball for a second, just for a second. And I think it's important to say this so people understand that we understand perspective. Nobody will say Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player ever. Nobody will say that. He has the greatest resume ever. He's got an Olympic gold medal. He's got two college titles. He's got 11 NBA titles. Let me say that again, 11 NBA titles. He played in 21 winner-take-all championship games. His team won all 21. 21 Team won all 21. So I know you love Michael Jordan going 6-0 in the finals. Russell went 11-0. 
in the finals. I'll tell you this, Mike. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some time here. I don't care about the bell at this point. When I was in college in Binghamton, New York, on Sunday afternoons, we used to watch the NBA Game of the Week in a dorm lounge because people didn't have their own TVs. You gathered and you watched in a group. And it was almost always Russell and Chamberlain. Almost always. And almost always Russell won. Even though Chamberlain's a much greater player. Nobody would say that Chamberlain isn't a greater player than Bill Russell. But Russell made everyone on his team better. I did a story, it's more than 20 years ago, actually for a book, and it's an ESPN book. And it was a story about Bill Russell. I never talked to Bill Russell. Bill Russell wanted nothing to do with me, and I understood that. But you know who I talked to. I talked yeah. to John Thompson. Yeah. John Thompson, then the coach at Georgetown. John Thompson, who had backed up Bill Russell for years in Boston. John Thompson adored Bill Russell, worshipped the ground he walked on, adored his strength, adored his leadership, adored his intellect, told me some things I found absolutely amazing. The biggest one, he, he just said what he admired most about Russell and what you're alluding to is Russell lived his own life. Like he, he was did. beholden to no one. He lived yeah. his own life. But he told me, he said, when I was next to him in Boston, I felt safe and secure. And when I was away from him in Boston, I felt afraid. John Thompson was 6'10 and 300 pounds. He said he felt afraid in Boston. And I think it's instructive to point this out, that at that time in the 1960s or so, Boston was a very white, very Catholic, clannish city, not K-L-A-N, C-L-A-N-N-I-S-H. Inhospitable to people like me. Oh. Okay, and let me go further. The two people that Thompson revered the most, Bill Russell and Red Auerbach, who were at the hub of the wheel for the greatest dynasty in basketball. One was a black man, one was a Jew. They were outsiders. I later found out, much to my delight, that that Bill Russell's daughter liked the piece, even though her dad wasn't quoted in it at all. It was just about all John Thompson. But there were people, Mike in sports, great athletes, and I'm only talking about great athletes, not marginal athletes, great athletes who are courageous, who affect change. If you can imagine a table of these people, Jackie Robinson sits at the head of the table. There's no argument about that. Arthur Ashe is at the table. Billie Jean King is at the table. Muhammad Ali is, is at this table. I think Kareem is at this table for what he has done, especially lately. Bill Russell's at the table. If he's not at the table, there's no table, Mike. Tony, table. if we return it to sports to put a, a period on this, you know, people are going to you and I went a little nuts yesterday talking about we know people are going to try to apply analytics to Bill Russell. Stop. You're missing the point. If you try to put numbers to Bill Russell, I, we want to slap you. Just, just have some have some sense, have some comments, be bigger than that. But if we want to talk about a Mount Rushmore and that's only four. Bill Russell, if he's not on your Mount Rushmore basketball, then your Mount Rushmore is not legitimate. It's not valid. It's not smart. Bill Russell's the most important player to put on a basketball uniform in the history of the sport in this country. And so it is is time to talk about all of this. And if we sound like old men, get off our lawns because we are. And change the channel. Go to something else if you need analytics and you want to try to judge Bill Russell's career that way other than that 21-0. How about that? Wanna, 21 glad, times he faced some kind of elimination, yeah. and 21 times 21 people got beat back. Yeah. Please. Good. Let's take a break. Coming up, Shohei isn't going anywhere, but other players are. What's the most interesting development ahead of the trade deadline? And Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson have bad blood again. Oh, please. Please. We go from the 
What's with them? To the, the ridiculous. What's with them? It's, they it's just pals, him. It's just teammates. one guy. It's Jerry. It's Why? not Jimmy. Why? Because he's petty. He's a petty old man screaming, get off his lawn. And his lawn is enormous. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Let's hope mail time is in fail time today, okay? Let me see what's first. Mail time! This, this is pretty long. I'm going to have to put glasses on for this. What's the most interesting thing to you? The Angels keeping Shohei, the Padres landing Josh Hader, or the uncertainty around Juan Soto? Well, for me, I mean, we, we, we live in Washington, D.C., and so is the uncertainty around Soto. We knew they weren't trading Shohei. That was just, that was media creation. By the way, Tony, the Yankees have traded for A's starter and ace Frankie Montas, who was only 4-9 because he had a 3-1-8 ERA last year, 13-9 with a 3-3-7 ERA. So the Yankees are doing some business. Yeah. You know, the Yankees have traded right. for a Cubs reliever. Right. Cubs, of course, always, right. that's what they do now, yearly get rid of anybody who's any damn good. Um, so the, the, the Yankees, you know, are, are in motion here. They're only about, what, 13-13 and 13 the last 26 games. They're not so red hot anymore. But I would say of those things, Tony, is Soto. Because what did I just do in the commercial break? Tony, this is your team. What is your team yeah. going to do with Soto? Yeah. And you're on pins and needles like everybody else. Right. So I agree with you about Shohei. He's too good to trade. Yeah. You're not going to trade him. Because I live in Washington, D.C., and I root for the Nationals, I am, of course, parochially interested in Juan yes, Soto. Yes, but if I put on, But if I put on my sports writer hat, I'm going to tell you that the biggest deal is Josh Hader, and I'm going to tell you why. He's a professional closer. He may not be as good as he was a couple of years ago, but so far this year, so far this year, he's got only two blown saves. He's got 59 strikeouts and 34 innings. He's going to close some games. I think you have to read the intent here, Mike. I think if the Padres do that and they spend money to get Josh Hader, in their minds, they say, we got to be all in because the Dodgers are so good. Well, we got to be all in. Make and, the wild if card. All, and if we're all in, maybe we make a great package offer for Juan Soto. Oh. That's what I'm reading. 
That's You've what taken I'm this I'm another step. Man, I'm looking yes. at that with this season thinking we're 12 behind the Dodgers or whatever it is, 12 or 13. And I'm just saying, we need this wild card spot, which they're in the I'm middle of you. in the thick of. Okay, telling interesting. You. Do you think Jerry Jones is excited to put Jimmy Johnson in the Cowboys ring of honor? Jerry Jones sounds like just a petty clown. What he's done now, you know, I, I mean, he does. He was emotional last year when he talked about putting Jimmy in the ring of honor. And then somebody followed up in local media in Dallas saying, well, you haven't done it yet. And Jerry takes that guy's head off and insults Jimmy and calls him sniveling, sniveling. Okay, he's jealous of him. He's envious and he's resentful because Jimmy Johnson is the biggest reason that the Dallas Cowboys Won all three of those Super Bowls, including the one where they imported what's his name from Oklahoma, Barry Switzer. It's Jimmy Barry Johnson's Switzer. team. Jimmy Johnson did it all, and Jerry knows that. He doesn't know a thimble worth of football compared to Jimmy, not a thimble. So when I first heard this, I went, wait a second. Jimmy Johnson is not in the Dallas Ring of Honor. He's in it. the Hall of Fame in Canton, right. and he's not in the Please. Dallas Ring of Honor. Petty clown. The qu- Jimmy Johnson changed the trajectory of the Cowboys, and you're right. The two that he won, the one that Barry Switzer won, a lot of people believe Set belongs to Jimmy, just Jimmy's. like the one that George Seifert won, a lot of Bill people Walsh, think belongs to Bill Walsh. Yeah, uh, okay. But this quote is remarkable, Mike, because Jerry's going to put him in, but when he was asked when, Bill this no. is the quote. I get to make that decision, and it isn't at the end of the day all tailored around whether Jimmy is sniveling or not. Sniveling, these guys were teammates. At Arkansas, but he's jealous these of them. guys to, these guys together, together they picked Dallas off the off the mat. You yeah. want to say to Jerry Jones, be gracious he at can't. this point. He can't do at it. At this point, he resents Jimmy Johnson, who is his football superior in every way that matters. It does, Tony. Jimmy's that, and Jerry can't make peace with that. And so he's just a petty Sniffling. old dog at this point. Please get off. Edward Get off. Although your own fun for us to use. Get out. Enough email. Let's take one last break, but still to come, the Niners sign your boy Debo Samuel to a big new deal. Yeah, they weren't going to trade him either. And the Mets are about to do something fans have waited all season to see. You know what it is? I I don't care about the Mets. I hate the Mets. You know that. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 33rd birthday, Madison Bumgarner. His regular season numbers are good. The left-handed power pitcher is 133 and 116 over his career with a 3-3-4 ERA. But Bumgarner's postseason numbers are spectacular. He's 8-3 with a 2-11 ERA in 16 starts. And in his five World Series starts, Bumgarner is 4-0 with a 0-2-5 ERA. Yes, I said 0-2-5. He was a three-time World Series champion with the Giants and a series MVP. Now on the Diamondbacks, Bumgarner recently called Washington's Victor Robles a clown for admiring his third home run of the season in a game the Nats were still losing 7-2. Bumgarner's name comes up as the trade deadline approaches, but he's owed $23 million this year and again next year. $23 million? So what? I mean, that's like half of John Wall money for a season. Somebody should get him. Tony, he's sneaky young. I mean, he did all that stuff in the first few years of his career when the Giants had that great run, and now he's been yeah. off the big stage, off the October stage. I want to see him back on it. I, w- I wish my team had Madison Bumgarner right now. I do. Happy anniversary, Kevin Durant. On this day 11 years ago, Durant showed up at legendary Rucker Park in New York City and dropped 66 points on the outdoor court after dark. Durant said it was one of the greatest days of his life. In the highlight, Durant drives to the rim at will, and Rucker League players are good. This reminds us how great Durant has been for a long time. From his one season at the University of Texas, to Oklahoma City, to Golden State, to Brooklyn, and also in the Olympics, now Durant wants out of Brooklyn. There's no movement on that yet, and who knows when there will be or if. Yeah, Tone, I love this, this story because it's the opposite of Kyrie Irving, who didn't show up at a Drew League game in Southern California a couple of weeks ago. Kevin Durant used to pop up in all kinds of places. And earlier in his career, what happened here at home in D.C. area, because he just wanted to play for the love of the game, as the GOAT once said. I, I love that about Durant. I don't know that he can do that anymore when you get to be, you know, at almost 34. Maybe you got to save some bounce. But it was just cool that Kevin Durant, that that's who he is. Happy trails to the Debo Samuel contract drama, as predicted here. The 49ers wide receiver slash running back will stay put in San Francisco with a three-year extension worth up to $73.5 million. Samuel had said he wanted to be traded and did the usual social media stuff to get traded, but 49ers were confident all along and Samuel signed. He becomes the eighth receiver this offseason to get a contract worth more than $20 million as a season. Joining Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, and D.K. Metcalf. Samuel is getting this money because, like Shohei Otani, he is productive at two positions. Here's what he is that those others are not. And those others are all great, and I pay him too. He's the most dangerous offensive weapon in the game today. And the notion that the Niners are going to trade him, that would just make them fools if they had traded yes. him. Every time he touches the ball, a defensive coordinator loses six more hours of sleep for the next night. Please, play him. One correction. Bill Russell went 11 for 12 in NBA Finals, not 11 for 11, as I said. But he was hurt in Game 3 yeah. of the 1958 Finals. St. He was Lewis, not at his best. Bob he was hurt. Pettit. You were yeah. a little kid then. Bob you don't Pettit. remember that, do you? Let's go to the big finish. Let's the NBA it. is investigating both the Sixers and the Knicks for tampering. Is that a big deal? No, stop wasting money investigating tampering. Put it towards something useful. 
My man, Tony Finau, won for the second consecutive week. I know that impresses you. Absolutely. The first one was handed to him. He took this one all by himself over the weekend. It was terrific. Luke Donald, your boy, yeah. will replace Henrik Stenson Northwestern's Ryder Cup captain. Baby. Does that make sense? Purple, yes. By the way, Stenson won the live event, his debut this weekend, but he's, you know, out as captain Luke Donald, yes. Aaron Judge had three home runs over the weekend. He's got 42 now. Is that significant? On pace for 66. Come on. Last one. Jacob DeGrom makes his first start of the season Tuesday against the Nationals. Your reaction Your quickly. team is facing Scherzer and DeGrom back-to-back. Oh. Tough. Tough. It's rough. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Corner. I'm Mike Wilbon. We're off until Wednesday, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. Tony, are you going to see the Warrior God tonight? Are you going to see him in person? I'm going to watch on television my preferred choice.